Sammy. And this is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self-exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations. We are so excited to have you join us on this journey. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. I'm Sammy and I'm here with my lovely host, Kristen. Oh, hi. And um, today we are going to talk about something that I feel like we can all very deeply resonate with right now. And that is the concept of darkness. And I say that because we just had daylight savings time begin. And I always get confused with like what time we're in right now. Okay. I think. Even though it feels like it doesn't feel like that. I don't wake up very early. So I feel like I only noticed that it's um, dark earlier, but specifically because we have, I think this overall relationship to darkness and that can be represented and experienced in so many different ways. And I think specifically the, the amount of daylight that we have outside and the amount of darkness that we have outside can really plays such a huge role in our overall well-being. And I think it's like being able to explore how conditioning and how um, outside influences and things like that can really impact our experience of that. Yeah, I feel like to think about, you know, like or notice when we said that we we're going to talk about darkness today or our relationship to darkness, you know, did you have a response to that? Because I think that's interesting to notice also because we tend to, and I'm saying we in a very overgeneralized way, and it might not apply to you specifically, but many people have reservations when it comes to darkness, or we have preconceived notions that um, correlate darkness with scary and um, like bad or spooky or like the unknown. And then we equate the unknown to scary, right? Like, so there's lots Mm -hmm. of like, um, you know, these sort of like pairings that we do with the concept of darkness. And then we get a felt sense around that concept. Like, yeah. Ooh, I'm a little averse to that based on the connections that we might be unconsciously making around. darkness. Right. And then, you know, we're talking about the actual physical presence of an increased experience of darkness and mm-hmm. that the impact of that and how those things sort of overlap. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm like, just wanting to prompt if you're listening when you heard like oh today we're talking about darkness like that's different than like Mm -hmm. oh you know we're gonna talk about I don't know like the fall right like or something like that it's like oh I wonder if you thought oh is this gonna be heavy or something Mm -hmm. like that right like because that's sort of the connections that we often unconsciously make and if you don't cool for you um but if you do it could be helpful to just notice that without judgment you know it's not wrong to to feel that way because part totally. of do that is we're conditioned in a lot of ways to do that but I think it's an interesting thing to notice either way yes well and like what you're saying just when you hear the word dark without understanding the context when Kristen and I just now sat down to record the podcast and we are kind of going over a few different themes that we had discussed talking about for today's topic she was like oh I was thinking 
dark darkness. And full disclosure, I wasn't totally sure exactly what you meant by that at first, yeah. because it can mean like when I heard that it was like dark, like dark, like, you know, when you hear someone say like, oh, that's really dark. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't mean that it's like, oh, it's really not sunny outside. It's really dark. Right. But realistically, that is what you were talking about. Right. With that shift. And I think it was just like, you didn't even have to explain any more to me. Like, aha, yes, we need to talk about that because it really truly is fascinating to see. And I had to share that because it was like, yep, I even had that one internal um, kind of shift and, and that speaks to what we talk about. And Kristen, specifically, you talk about so much in shadow work too. And I think that that's, you know, it is also very interconnected here. Yeah. And that's part of why I wanted to talk about it. I thought it's really timely because we did just have mm-hmm. feel like saving time, whatever that is, beginning or ending of it, however it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and it is getting dark much earlier than it was. And so we have a lot less daylight hours. And I think we're all impacted by that to different degrees. And some of us feel really significantly adversely impacted by that. And so I thought, one, that's just really present for everybody right now in a physical experience kind of way. And also like this sort of cultural obsession with bright and light and, um, you know, that, that kind of like everything being seen and illuminated. And, and so I think there's, both the actual literal darkening that's happening right now and also the symbolic dark and darkening and what it's like to experience that in ourselves in the world in our daily experience like we are now with nighttime and like what that means for us how it impacts us so I just thought it would be an interesting conversation that can go lots of different ways yeah absolutely and it's you know something that that I think is beneficial to inquire around also. Like as much as we might be like, I don't know, like dark. Oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, can we get curious? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's in the dark? What does that, what does it represent for you when you peel back some of the layers of these external influences? Mm -hmm. And that's not to say, because I think obviously there are like physiological impacts of there literally being darkness and not having, being exposure to the sun and everything. But when we're really talking about that, like what are all of these other added layers that we have that we're not even aware of? Like these are not things that you're just going to be innately aware of without really stopping to lean in and inquire and, and explore for yourself from that space of curiosity, which is, you know, something that we're talking about all the time, that self-discovery piece is, um, I think a really important aspect of, this work that we're doing right now, or this, this conversation, it's deepening in and becoming aware because it's, I mean, like, I don't know that I've even thought about it in this particular way before, but just in this, um, brief conversation that we had now and, and before it's just expanding upon like, oh yeah, it, it it's beyond just the days are shorter. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm speaking specifically in the daily savings time, like through that lens, but then how does this expand into so many other elements? And how does that become a like metaphor for an inner experience, like how or a reflection of an inner experience, right? So if I struggle with the dark outside of me, do I struggle with the dark inside of me? Probably, right? Like, and then what can I learn from that inquiry? And I think the really powerful and important thing to know is like, nothing's good, bad, right, or wrong, right? And it's like, you don't have to love the dark and you don't have to like 
hate brightness or anything like that. And at the same time, every season offers something. And so being able to, without ro overly romanticizing in any way and saying like, oh, you know, darkness is amazing because everything has its pros and cons. Everything has its mm -hmm. cost benefit, right? Like, and so there are things that are harder in the dark and there are things that are feel worse about that. And there are gifts as well, similar to any other season. So being able to say, well, I might really love summer, but I'm in winter. <laughs> so mm -hmm. what are the gifts of this season? What are the gifts of the darkness? Because I'm moving through it now, whether I want to be here or not. Right. And there's that too. And you can be honest with yourself about that. You don't have to love it. Um, by any means, but, and, and it can be really, really hard. And we're not going to like pretend that it's not either because yeah. that's trying to make light of the dark, right? It's like, what yeah. be here and wonder into like, are there benefits? Are there gifts? What are those gifts? Um, and how do we integrate them or allow ourselves to receive them rather than sort of shutting down to like, I'm anti this whole season of my life, season of the year, waiting mm -hmm. to be in transition, yeah. you know, waiting to move yeah. to a different time. Like, oh, I can't wait until it's bright again. And it's like, you can totally right. have that sentiment, but if you live the entire winter that way, you're going to miss something. And like, yeah. so you hold that, but what else is also there? Absolutely. Well, and as you were saying that just now, and this is going to, I'm saying this in a very generalized way, but I'm imagining that like, there's so much of a like turning inwards when you're talking about darkness. And I'm literally talking about darkness as like the absence of light, because if there's nothing that you can visually see or be stimulated by around you, you can't like externally look. It's like, you really are turning inwards. So just, just basically like, even just looking at that, where it's like, oh, you're having to connect with yourself in a different way when there is absence of light versus when there's more light. And to me, that's also like when days are longer versus being shorter, which I always think is so interesting when we say that, because like, they're not like right. we have right. just the same amount of time in our days. Right. And I also absolutely resonate with that days totally feel longer during the summer when they're, when the daylight is longer, but it doesn't mean that the day itself isn't longer. Yeah. I mean, who isn't having the experience right now? Like I think the other day I was like, oh my gosh, it must be like 1130 at night. And it was like, it was like six. <laughs> because it's, it's been dark for a while at that point. Yeah. It feels like, yep. oh, it must be like really late. I feel like I'm in the middle of the night, but, and then there's something to that too, though. It's like, oh, well, what happens? And like, we have like weird societal like folklore and like oh what ha things go bump in the night right like night is scary. like it's like creepy and liminal and and we don't know exactly what's happening and um you know all those things can be things that we're averse to that we're like well I don't like the way that feels it's uncomfortable and mm -hmm. so we move away from that experience and we can move away from actual literal absence of light because of our associations with what that feeling is like and the discomfort. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so I think it's valuable to move into inquiry around it of just like um you know part of what prompted me to suggest this as a topic today is a book that I'm listening to um on what 
what? I'm listening to a book. <laughs> and it's about like the dark night of the soul. And I'm happy to share it. It's by Thomas More. Um, and I'm finding it really interesting and I'm drawn to it. Like you said, Sammy, I'm drawn to the shadow work stuff anyway. And I, I like this idea of how do we know the darkness within ourselves? Um, and Thomas More is a therapist and also um, has a, he was a monk for a while. I want to say he was a monk. He has like a spiritual background as well. And he talks about how therapy is a very solar profession, how there's a lot of like, we want to make progress and we want to make things better. And we want to like feel different and we want to shed light on things. And like, there's value in that. There's value in every, mm -hmm. every possible human experience, but it's not the only valuable thing. Yes. And sometimes it's really valuable to be in the unknown. Sometimes we don't have a choice, but to be in the unknown, mm -hmm. sometimes being chewed up. Sometimes it's, you know, really um, high levels of emotional distress or uncertainty that feel like you're just being put through the ringer that feel dark, right? And it's like, we tend to, and totally fucking fair, by the way, because I do too, but we tend to want to be past that. We tend yes. to ask the question, like, when will this be over? Sure, I see the value in it. I might know that it's necessary. I might be able to come out on the other side of this and say, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for whatever came through that, that experience. But when will it be done? When will I get there? When will I be mm -hmm. on the other side to look back? Right? Yeah, when's the light at the end of the tum tunnel coming? Yeah. Yes. All these, like, sayings that we have. That yeah. one, and it's just interesting to notice how we value one over the other. And it's not right. that that dark is good and light is bad because that's not true either. It's just that mm -hmm. we have such a high value placed on on the light at the end of the light, right? Like yeah. such a devaluation of the dark, which is also traditionally associated with feminine energy, which we yeah. know in a patriarchal culture is devalued also, right? Like, so there's mm -hmm. lots of layers to this. And I think it's really um, a powerful thing to sit with and ask yourself mm -hmm. how you relate to it because I think it can be really really insightful and informative yeah absolutely I hadn't thought about this until just now but I, this it was probably a conversation we had like maybe five or six years ago and it was it was you and Kara and I and I remember coming in and just being like oh, woe is me. The days are shorter. I have no time. I was in school at the time. And I'm like, ah. and I remember you both being like, finally, <laughs> like the darkness. And I was like, what are you talking about? And it was like, it was so refreshing to just see like, oh yeah. Like the, I don't think either of you said like, well, the days aren't shorter, but it was just so like, huh, no pun intended here, but it was like the light was shed upon this where it was like, oh, yeah like that light goes off in your head where it's like oh yeah it doesn't have to be that way mm -hmm. I have not only like in my own experiences but like have been surrounded with this notion that like that's not a good thing I'm losing things versus what is it that you can gain and I think um I know we literally speak to this in every single episode because it's so like prevalent not just the both and, but like where that comes from, why we talk about the importance of it so much is because we are taught so very much the opposite of that, that everything has specific boxes that they go into. And normally it's very binary. It's one or the other. It's dark and light. It's right and wrong. It's bad and good. And being able to just kind of say like, it does, like we can look at it through a neutral lens mm -hmm. and you can still feel differently about these ways, but it's like, 
we so often just are filtering it through, is this good or bad? And then we have to like decide upon that, which like, you know, whatever it feels most um, fitting for. And a lot of times the way that we're choosing that is based upon the conditioning, what we've been told, all of the different um, influences around us. And just being able to kind of lean in and be like, oh, is that happening? And I'm sure for anyone who's listening, these little tidbits, just that's why I wanted to share this to model a little bit of like, oh yeah, wow. Like I have a very specific memory of you literally saying this to me. And then it's like, oh, I had it. I'm not going to say that necessarily totally changes my mind about preferring longer days, but it's that like, oh yeah. Have I been limiting myself just simply because I won't allow myself to see other elements of this Mm -hmm. because I'm just focusing on the, the the dark part of darkness. And we can all have, be honest with ourselves about any preferences we have, right? Like I have a preference for, for introspection and, and Mm -hmm. solitude. And like, so things that feel like, oh, I'm going to go home and be alone sooner. (laughs) Like that sounds wonderful (laughs) to me. Um, Where I feel like brightness, my associations with brightness is like, you have to go out, like, which of course you don't. Right. Like, so there's also that I could be home at six o'clock in the middle of the summer, too. So there's like, what is this? But we also our bodies and our minds respond to the energy of different seasons. And it's like, oh, when it's darker, it sort of encourages this restoration and this like going in. And when it's brighter, it encourages this like expansiveness. Right. And so we relate to that and have depending on our personality makeup different preferences for different things Mm -hmm. and at the same time we're animals and we move with seasons and we too much is too much and too little is too little and so so many people I think love the fall because they're tired like at some point it's been too hot for too long and they're on the sun right or and Mm -hmm. just like spring it's like oh it's really refreshing after it's been like the darkness might feel nice in the beginning, but when it goes on for so long, you're like ready for the next thing. And Mm -hmm. that's beautiful. You don't have to be like, oh, this or that, or I'm trying to hold this and make it always this way. It's like, how do we ride that seasonal, that cyclical, which again Mm -hmm. is cyclical is feminine and dark. Whereas like the linear would be the either or the brightness would be you know, this stays the same or this, like, this is this and that is that. And, and liminality says, well, you know, like one thing moves into the other (laughs) and it's not a clear defined line or clear defined space. Uh, And there's so much benefit to that too. So I love that you bring it. I know you and I talked about maybe doing a whole episode on both and, which I feel Mm -hmm. like definitely heads up if you're listening this is probably coming because I feel like that's like, we just need to just explicitly talk about that because we talk about, we reference it so much, but I do think it's like, okay, how, how do we notice um, our relationship without denying our preference? So you might say, and be like, have the preference for summer and long, long feeling days full of light, right? Where it's light until like eight o'clock at night. And you might always prefer that. And I might always prefer darker times, like where there's more introspection and more quiet. At the same time, can you see the benefits of the things that are not in your preference? And so it so that you don't unnecessarily suffer mm-hmm. by wanting to hold on to something that just isn't here. It's like, yes. okay, it will come back, right? But right. 
where I'm here right now, can I be where I am right now? And can yeah. I receive what's here for me to receive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, it makes me think of too, like allowing your own cycles to like being connected to your own cycle within these broader cycles that are happening. So when you were saying that it was like making me think of specifically, it's like, oh yeah, like I love this time of year, the seasonally, I feel like I resonate more, but it's interesting how it's like, oh, but then the shorter days, you can't be outside and enjoy it as much or whatever the case may be. But then connect with, wow, you know what? Like, I remember when I was younger, I loved this time in winter so much. I never once thought about the days being, that's probably not true. I didn't think about it in the same way as I am as an adult. Right. And to me, I'm looking at that as like, oh, I had less responsibilities or things that I had to do. I get home and I'm like, I didn't rake the leaves and I don't have another, you know, (laughs) free time to do that in the light or something like that. But again, these are external things that aren't even necessarily speaking to the good or bad of it. It's just like, Oh, how all of these different elements of your life impact. And those are like different seasons or different cycles within my own life and how those impact my relationship to this broader, you know, cyclical process that we all experience that of the seasons outside and not just the seasons, but also, you know, the, the, um, the light and everything too, which is interesting, I think, because at least here in Rhode Island, the season, or excuse me, the, the hour changed, right? We, we lost the hour, um, or we gained the hour, whatever it is. And it's like 75, 80 degrees outside that I feel like that threw me off even more so because you know, your body is literally like, wait, what it's, it's dark out. And it's like, I can walk outside without a jacket that this is very confusing. Right. And so it's again, the way that we are connected with nature, the way that we are connected with our own cycles and how those are impacted by the cycles that are more collective and around us, just deepening into this inquiry, inquiry, excuse me, process is so fascinating and is like an integral part of this self-discovery journey that we're all on. And so just leaning into all of these different elements, it, it makes me think of like, a um, like a scatter plot, like we started talking about darkness and then, you know, you, you expand out to all of these other themes, but they are also intricately interconnected here as well. Yeah. And they're within each other. Right. And that's like the, another metaphor for the darkness is the void or the, like the, and the void is some people would look at the void and see it as empty space, but it's actually the place where all potential exists. Right. And that's, also uncertainty is the place where anything could happen. And we tend not to look at or identify those more quote unquote positive qualities of the void or the dark or Mm -hmm. that there's like potential in it. We get like more connected to like the, well, unknown isn't just anything positive could happen. Unknown is anything negative could happen, right? Like, and we get worried about what could that look like? And we go down that rabbit hole, which is fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's worth looking at. Can we also open up to, yes, it feels uncomfortable sometimes to be in that space of liminality or to be in the in-between. And that's a lot of what's happening seasonally while things shift too. And you're talking about that in between of like the light has shifted, but the temperature is different. And like, mm-hmm. how do I, you know, how do I orient? And that's, I think what yeah. is challenging about darkness sometimes is like, 
it's disorienting. I want to know where I am in space and I might not mm-hmm. know where I am in space. And I think that's a really powerful metaphor for the personal inquiry or self-discovery journey also is like, we want to know mm-hmm. where am I in relation to my environment and we might not know yeah. for a while. And that feels uncomfortable. It might feel scary, but we can get like kind of meta about it, right? Where it's like, we think it's bad to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, right. and it's, so we've got this sort of unconscious bias around like, I'm supposed to feel quote unquote good, whatever that is. And I shouldn't feel, or I don't want to feel quote unquote bad, whatever that is. So I think right. often that's like comfortable and uncomfortable and those kinds of things. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like, well, feeling uncomfortable often is a part of positive change. It often is a part of deepening of your personality, of getting to know yourself in new and different ways of um, increasing your complexity, you know, connecting yourself with things beyond your everyday experience. So there's like so much there that is valuable, beneficial, even if it doesn't quote unquote, feel good. And like, Mm -hmm. so look at our worldview and our, our potential biases as well, Mm -hmm. how we're conditioned to look at our experience. Yeah. Yep. Which I I feel like, oh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, I feel like even this conversation is representing the cyclical nature because we are like back to kind of just what we were talking about specifically at the beginning, but how it has informed this whole discussion which is just so cool to me. <laughs> I know you gotta love when it like naturally happens. Like yeah. you're like doing what you're talking about doing. That's yes. Awesome. And you're like, and look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's valuable that you brought in Sammy, like the self-discovery journey, because this is really what we're talking about is like, how mm-hmm. do we relate to the, how does how we relate to the things outside of us, like increased darkness represent how or teach us or guide us to inquiry with those things and how we relate to them within ourselves how we relate to the outside how can that inform or make us curious about how we relate inside and Mm -hmm. we're open to and not open to what biases we may have or not have um what our worldview says and whether it's worth challenging and so I think there's a lot of invitational uh Mm -hmm prompts in this conversation and Mm -hmm. and bringing it to that like self-awareness and and transformation right like a lot Mm -hmm. of us are looking at the evolution of ourselves how do we continue to evolve and we don't evolve through things staying good (laughs) like like like, you just don't and they just keep being good and we evolve that's not how it works our our life moves through cycles and so mm-hmm. learning how to relate to them um, can teach us about ourselves, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thank you for this topic, because I think this was a fascinating conversation and certainly um, kind of is giving us a springboard to, I think, talking about the both and in more of a depth focused um, way than we have just kind of like adding in into things. And it kind of feels like we we've started to explore that. So be, be on the lookout for that, um, coming within the next couple of episodes. Coming soon. Definitely. You can hear the seeds being planted and Sammy and I are talking about this. And I think this is like this, like dark light duality that we're talking about. That's not really either or 
is a nice example of that, like what how the mm-hmm. show up and oh totally be misrepresented as like oh it's this or it's that and it's like it's both mm-hmm. and you're both and how yes. do you connect with those all of this in you as well mm-hmm. cool yeah. very cool well thank you Kristen thank you I thank you all for listening definitely had fun with this conversation we appreciate you all listening and we'll talk to you on our next episode bye thanks Sammy <laughs> Thank you.